This week, we voyage to a distant galaxy and forgotten world of dreams and madness to discuss Ahsoka Part 6, Far, Far Away. After sharing our thoughts on Thrawn's return and his involvement with the Witches of Dathomir, Balin's search for a great power from old Jedi tales, and Sabine's reunion with Ezra, we bring back the medal ceremony to hand out awards to our favorite characters, creatures, and moments from the episode. Saddle up. fire ale i'm ready to go nice well done i got my coruscant uh so as i will say is you know while this week while everyone was asking everyone else how often they think about the roman empire dave filoni just said hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) what a weird synchronicity of of a week yeah it's like i'll just give you the roman empire Mm -hmm. kintsugi armor yes now you're all thinking about it oh my goodness now yeah yeah anyway i never think about the roman empire i mean just also just classical yeah. greek mythology i was yeah, just like oh right. we are we are in greek mythology at this point yes. i am excited i answer that question is once a week but that's because i watch jeopardy and it's at least a question on, the, on jeopardy at least once a week so it's not like i'm actively like that's you know that's my my reasoning makes if sense. anyone cares it <laughs> <laughs> makes sense that makes sense um were you guys as blown away by this episode as i was I, this is my favorite yet yeah, we may say that every week but oh so, so good what a full-bodied episode so, we got it's we got every yeah it is so good that I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a peek behind the curtain about like so uh, as we talked about I missed two weeks ago last week I was still recovering from uh, COVID uh, did not get a bad hit with it just got a little bit of the brain fog and one of the things that you also get with COVID is if you are prone to migraines you can get migraines um, so last Wednesday or this Wednesday is what you're saying <laughs> yeah so this Wednesday I got a doozy of a migraine where I got like oh. the actual confusion. And I had to ask my wife, did this happen on Ahsoka? My wife was laughing. She almost started recording me. Because I was like, so, and I won't list it all because we'll go through it, but I listed all the things that happened because my brain was telling me there's no way this actually happened this week. It had to have been confusion. <laughs> like, this could not have actually happened on the TV show of Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, yeah. yeah, that's the way I felt, too. I was like, this is... Well, it was first just, just a dream. Yeah. It became a frightening reality. Yeah, I was kind of felt like it was like or a special reality. I I, I loved this episode. Like yeah. I am blown away by Thrawn's dialogue. Lars Mikkelsen just amazing, amazing. in live action. Yeah, just seamlessly uh, just transitioned whoo, from an animated was, character to a live action. I also super respect the choice to keep him like um, sort of in his Grand Admiral image and 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 um, that sort of like ironed fatigues and like slicked back hair like he could have been he could have been the Thrawn we got at the beginning of the original Thrawn novel where he's you know been 
you know, wasteland or surviving and, and sort of just as rugged looking at his, as his troops. But yeah. like, no, he's still like keeps a tight ship. And like, it's, I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> I loved yeah. that so much. No, totally. I, I, it, it, it was such an interesting to finally see Thrawn live action and get teased with it. And just, it, it took my mind a minute because I'm like, oh, this is just Thrawn. You know, because I'm so used to hearing that voice and seeing that from from Rebels. And I'm like, you know, it was it was it was Thrawn. It's exactly what you expect from a Thrawn reveal. Yeah. Um, troopers, you know, you know, I love troopers, guys. Yeah. Oh, you uh-huh. do. Yeah. You collect troopers. In, uh, yeah. I could just think of the Black Series that you're going to oh, you're going to end up oh, filling out. It all is of these. Enoch character. Like, uh, I was just. Oh, blown away. Yeah. It's like, of course, like. Thrawn would use Kintsuki to like to like mend his troopers and make them look even more like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have so many questions too, like the red ribbon and what that could all mean and how they're tied to the um, Dathomir, the witches of of Dathomir. Um, I loved all that stuff too when we got there, and it was yeah. like we finally get to the same sort of hinge structure, but, but in it's much yeah, better condition. There's those yeah. three kind of Greek fate like witches of death yes. you know, those those yeah. norns yeah <laughs> yeah I, it, it's yeah feloni's doing this job of just like which is a, a, you know the job of every great star wars storyteller which is answer one question and pose three more yeah like i left this going like they moved the plot forward but i have so many additional questions now that we've even had all of these reveals yeah 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 then they had those little orbs that had like the that's kind of like laser thread i was like is that the thread they keep talking about the thread of destiny like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then they're, like, they're using it for everything. They're using it to like communicate at the start. That's like how they oh, were sending yeah. their signal. Right, right, right. I was blown away by the costume design too. I was just like, I loved so many of the costume designs in this episode. But like, if you were to tell me what happened in this episode, like you're saying, Adam, I would have been like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> no way. No. Like Ezra Bridger, it, you know, it ends with a, not only a reveal of Ezra, Ezra Bridger, but sort of an extended conversation. And I know. Yeah. I was like, what? And, and then, like, I don't know. I'm also worried there's only what two more episodes in the series, and it's like things almost have to wrap up quickly at this point. Yeah, I yeah, it, is that it, right? Yeah, yeah, there's only two more. That is correct. I mean, that that is assuming they're going to try to wrap it all up, right? And not not leave no, us on I a mean, cliff. I don't think um, just, it's more like yeah. Um, we just got to Ezra. Where's Where's Ezra but, gonna be in two episodes? You know, like that's, I'm just wondering. Yeah, here's the thing: is like I actually feel kind of the opposite because I think we talked about it last week. I thought for sure, which is why I knew it wasn't gonna happen, is that I thought for sure we get like Thrawn at the very end of this episode, and then an Ezra maybe tease, and yet we get a lot of Thrawn and a significant amount of Ezra in this episode. So I'm like, we have we have crossed goal mark goalposts faster than I thought we would in this season. So it's leaving me like a lot of like, what are you going to do for two more episodes? Yeah. Right? Like there's so many things they have to reveal. And like the other thing, just this idea of like, if someone, this is another thing that I think star Wars is really well. If someone told me the plot episode, I'm like, that sounds dumb. I never want to see that. Does that make sense? Like if someone told me this is the plot, <laughs> I'd be like, this is, this is going, this is going too far, yeah. too far in star Wars. And I watched this whole thing happen. I'm like, this is like perfect star Wars. Yeah. I actually like it. I like the dark magic. I love it. Arcade. Yeah, I just I think didn't think I would. <laughs> no, yeah, I absolutely adored it. I was really sort of doubtful about like how this far away galaxy was going to be special in some way. I was really kind of worried about how you do that. And they, they 
Peridia is a graveyard. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. The elephant graveyard thing makes like just dreary. Yeah, but planet. I mean, yeah. it still raises more questions, right? Like, why this planet? What is the significance? And Balin goes on and on and on about like um how like the significance. This is a land of fairy tales and stories and like Balin's got his oh, own agenda. Yeah, that monologue is so good. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, he does. And uh, and I mean, yeah. that that is probably the most I don't know, I can't even say it. There's so many like fascinating parts of this, but I think that if I had to rank them, um that's the question I'm I'm most interested in. Like what is Skull after? Yeah. Uh, I have a Yeah, like the mysterious power he's searching for. I and these might um, all be intertwined, but I have a bigger question. Not a bigger question. That's I don't mean that. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, bigger, the bigger question for me is Thrawn mentions when he starts saying how many people are going to go out, like they're going to send people out to look for as look for things. He specifically says our numbers have been reduced significantly. Yeah. <laughs> how numbers have dwindled? Why? Why? So no. What has reduced the number of stormtroopers if you're in this dead planet? Like to me, that to me is like what there's something that to me is like that's the biggest mystery is like something is clearly going on here that has left you like he is fighting a war that we're not aware of or a battle that we're not even aware of yet. Yeah. 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 There's definitely something that stirs out there. Something has mm -hmm. been calling to Balin's yeah. skull. Um, uh, we've heard we've heard, you know, this isn't like this isn't new. We, we should probably get this get to this later in theory corner. But like, I don't I, we could we could just do it now. But um, like, it's not unusual for like people to hear calls from elsewhere in the galaxy and like like the jedi only be began because they heard calls from the deep core planet of tython like palpatine and empire's end is hearing calls in the unknown regions mm -hmm. ray is hearing calls throughout the novelized sequel books yep um and now balan's hearing this call um it's i'm excited to like actually get to the end of that communication what's on the other like what's if, on if the other end of the reaches, line whatever this thing yeah. is calling to him is yeah. i'm excited to see what that is and i think we'll get to we have a lot of theories about what that could be yeah. um but we, i don't know let's yeah. just keep I, I, we haven't really talked about no, thrawn enough and like morgan elsbeth's yeah. such a cool character okay like, we'll tease that we'll oh, definitely we'll come back around, around to that, to that. that. Yeah, yeah we'll get to that yeah. that's that's gonna be a right. lot of stuff like mm -hmm. I got a lot well, of, to a very practical point which i thought was good and i also watched it three times i watched it twice in a row when on you know last tuesday when it aired um, which I've never done with anything at live action. I've mm. never just like, I'm like, run it back. I'm watching this again. Um, and then I just rewatched it. And it took that third time to really realize, and it's because I'm slow, but how this all went about. So the Night Sisters, you know, somehow Thrawn was able to find the Night Sisters, bring them to his side, convince them he can he can get them off the planet, assuming that's what they want, which it sounds like it is, because they're paying him in something, like what's in the crates. There's another like mm -hmm. another big question um are those crates or are those like coffins they sure look like coffins but they look yeah, like sure they you sure could did. put a body in those things for yeah. sure don't, don't forget we're talking about necromancers yeah. here um which is yeah. fun and thrawn even alludes to um death and resurrection being yeah. you know uh deceptions employed by both the jedi and the night sisters yep um great such line. cool great such line. cool lines from but anyways that's the way it works so you know the night sisters contacted morgan and 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 told her what was up and so we have to think just like for one timeline thing here i guess this is i, I guess thrawn and ezra have been on this planet for nine to 12 years right because this is, takes place between nine and 12 bby 
uh, ABY. Right. ABY. Yeah, that's that's around. That's yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's right. For some reason, right. I had it in my mind like five years, but you're absolutely right. It's been a decade. They've been there for a decade. It's yeah, closer to ten. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure Mandalorian wrapped up around ten ABY. Um, it's it, it was like nine or ten there, and we know it's after that. Um, we don't know how much further after that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, based on the internet, it's concurrent with season three. Okay. Well, the internet's never wrong. <laughs> well, I'll just that whole theory about is that is that when they, when when she's in the pergol is that is 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 Grogu seeing uh feeling uh her oh, in the pergol. Uh, That's the whole thing going on, on the internet right now. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, That's fascinating. They got passed on the the superhighway. Well, what's interesting, mm-hmm. it we we recently read those Thrawn new canon Thrawn novels and in that first one, Alliances we meet the the skywalkers the sort of force sensitives of his culture like thrawn is, and and they use something called third sight and that's basically um precognition and so like thrawn's you know familiar with mm-hmm. like precognition and mystical you know seers and, and and stuff like that so i wouldn't be surprised if he like there, i think there's a lot he knows that he's not letting on to in, in this episode and i feel like the way he was talking to some of the characters, it's as if, as if he's kind of seen the future already. Yeah. Like if, if he's used the sort of the, the, the fate weavers, if, he, if he's used their power to see um, his path, yeah. maybe who maybe who takes him out. That'd be fun, too, because there's no rook. And so, like, it's not going to it's it, it might not follow that the old sort of right. canon um, story for him. So, like, this could be fun where it's like maybe Ezra is always meant to take him out. And so he's trying to keep Ezra at a distance. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, there's there's so many things I, mean, I have questions. About. The, other, the big question is why is Ezra still alive? Right. right. Like, there's right. so many yeah. questions. Yeah. If they've been on here for a decade, which is wild. Yeah. And yeah. he's living around with a, a bunch of hermit crabs, um, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everywhere. That felt oh so gosh. like uh, Return of the Jedi to me in such a magical way. It was like yeah. really, really great. It. And the, you know, the Kiner brothers got the score right. Mm-hmm. The Kiner family, I guess I, I haven't gotten the full story, but it's not just Kevin. I guess he he's, he employs his family to help him. <sighs> right. I want to talk to you about the music this week too, yeah. Ben, because like they do the whole like 2001 sort of melody, but then they like, they descend back off of it and they kind of make it a more dreary sort of melody. And it's like, or I guess a more haunted yeah. sort of like which but dark magic sort of sound to it. Um, that was so that was so interesting. Like as we approached the monoliths, I was like, "This is this is fascinating." When they're flying in that like solid gold ingot yes. of the ship, like <laughs> down the planet, and that like that the drums. Oh, oh my man. goodness! They, like so, this was a longer episode, but they took um, yeah. just so much time on some of these shots, and like yeah, on the on important, important things, things to, to us, yeah, like, like landing. Let's, see That's the terrain huge. and then to see those like amazing yeah like you i think you call them monoliths the statues of the death mm-hmm. and sisters and the thing oh, surrounding yeah. the castle and it's like just stop it amazing oh yeah it's like helms yeah. deep or like right sure. and thrawn's entrance um music was amazing as well oh, so epic good. epic arrival all the troops just shooting thrawn i know and stopping yeah. and sort of like in perfect formation yeah. like yeah um, some great shots in there too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there was something special and unique. It's like, I mean, it still seemed I was like, wow, you got a lot of troopers there. But I guess on a star destroyer, you employ thousands. It's usually, I mean, we know from the Air to the Empire books, it's like 
anywhere from two to 60,000, I think, could be on a ship yeah. at, at any one time. So maybe his, his numbers have dwindled, but the ones that are left are yeah. a hard bunch. So yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's interesting. But the, the, it's some people, I think, are um, in the belief that these the troopers are like the product of mm. necromancy. Yeah. And... But, but but he also says their numbers have dwindled, which to me begs the question: like, well, if they're taken out, can't you just resurrect them? Like, yeah. so like, I'm interested in just how all the magic works, and hopefully they get down to what's going on if if, the, if that is in fact the case. But Enoch seems like like a super interesting character that may or may not be, you know, part of this um, the Night Sister magic or yeah, whatever. I want to know his story. He's just like. Yeah, well. he seems super interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, you will I, run into yeah. these yeah, invaders. <laughs> the the ability for Filoni to introduce a new character and make that character be instantaneously yeah. the best character ever in Star Wars <laughs> is kind of amazing. Like, yeah. uh, what was the name of the uh, of the uh, Inquisitor that died uh, three episodes ago that my brain is fizzling Maroc. on? Maroc. Yeah, I remember when everyone was like, Maroc. Maroc. Remember when the internet yeah. was a buzz about Maroc? He sounds a lot like Enoch. Yeah. yeah. They're very similar. They're very similar, but like, Maroc who? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like now it's, it's just amazing how quickly we yeah, forget like, a great now character. I'm in love with Enoch. Yeah. Maroc's helmet's in that, like the opening yeah. helmet yep. montage. Yeah. So, like, I was like, I'm wondering, I'm guessing next week, pay attention. I think we might get Enoch's in there in, in that quick flash of helmets. Oh, that'd be, really? yeah, that'd be wild. So we know that the, the troopers. Right from the gold. subtitles, they're called night mm-hmm. troopers. So that that definitely yep. lends itself to what you're talking about, right. Grant. Where I like night. That's sisters, actually where I got troopers. that. I was watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, night troopers. So they must be, you know, part of the night yeah. sister magic. Yeah, and I mean, we assume we assume that they're. I mean, I guess we don't assume. I assumed that they were human, right? That they were just the remaining yeah. stormtroopers. For all we knew, they're night brothers, right? For all we know, they're they're. They're just going to oh. pull off their helmets and be Dathomirians, right? Oh, yeah. Dathomir, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could... We just don't That's know. right. And they could be employed into the war, and that would explain why they're yeah. uh, why they're tougher than leather. Uh, that's actually a great yeah. theory. I love that. I'm wondering, that. you know, we've talked a lot about the setup of Mount Tantus and, like, the cloning operations, mm-hmm. but I wonder if he sort of swapped in the Dathomirians for that, that cloning program. Oh, 100%. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's a big yeah. It's a good bob and weave or right. dark magic. Because another, fantasy. I mean, that's a nice twist. Yeah. Instead of clones, you get resurrected corpses or whatever they are. Um, or, you know, these, these witches and their, their uh, thrall. But uh, yeah. Right. Which was interesting. Cause I know in the, um, in the lore, in Dathomiri culture, the men are subservient to the women, yep. yet Thrawn seems on equal footing with the Great Mothers. Though he is like, Great Mothers, yeah. I salute you. And he's very like reverent of them. Um, uh, so that's that's interesting, yeah. too. Um, I think that's just like that. Yeah, he's Someone brought this up on, on Reddit, just as sort of like a weird drill down thing. But when uh, Morgan Elsbeth, like, asks him why not just why send not send more than just two squads and he like gives it a minute and it's and like (laughs) that's the meme right and and i mean yeah this person's whole point was that like he was like he wasn't like gearing up he like doesn't want to kill her but he's actually like thrawn is this weird like imperial person that's like the greatest leader there could be like he actually listens and values the input of his like underlings and he's always respectful of them 
And like he actually yep. like he was actually weighing it and he's just like like thinking about it for a second and then he's like no but he's like he actually you know he actually always like promotes and he nurtures like his workers you know that 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 succeed mm-hmm. for him we know from the early books like right. it was the other way around if you failed him you would die um and that may still be the case but we haven't seen a lot of that in canon thrawn no yeah or any of that really but instead he's just like yeah. this really good leader that under you know appreciates everyone's role in the the greater uh works yeah and will promote those yeah. that do well so yeah i take a suggestion and and mull on it right not to say well this is not what i was thinking i i, I yeah they it's mm. no i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait to drop that that what i think is gonna oh, wow. happen we'll talk <laughs> about that right. later <laughs> yeah. i have a theory we'll talk about so that many, theory later so yeah so many, many ideas we'll get uh, the theory corner yeah yeah, I'm just I'm just utterly fascinated with with Thrawn as a character in his evolution, and it's just it's fascinating because um, I know Zahn begins a lot of his books with that epigraph of uh, "For those who stand at the edge of chaos." Like I think a couple of his books have something to that effect yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "This Thrawn, that's what Thrawn is." I mean, he's from a region called the Chaos and the Unknown Regions mm-hmm. that they don't know how to navigate, so they use their you know force sensitive navigators, but. Um, but he's always navigated chaos as a character. And I feel like now that he's entrenched in dark magic, he's going to find a way out of it. Like I, for me, I'm just like, I think he's going to get out of this hold, the dark magic hold. But, um, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. I remember think about that character, right? Like he, in the new Canon, he, what kind of crash lands in the, in the, in kind of the, the empire, sees an opportunity to survive by going through the empire. Like he's survived. Mm -hmm. That is Thrawn's ability is to read a culture and survive. And that's what I think he's doing right now. And I think, I I think part of it is just, that's why he's being very thoughtful about how he talks to the night sisters. Cause he knows who has the biggest power here, right? He knows he is, he is a guest in their, in their place. And yes, and he survived for a decade. Right. And that says something. So, I mean, again, I, I keep going back to that decade thing, but like, that's, it's a long time. Yeah. Like it, it's a lot has happened. Yeah. I mean, it must have taken a long time yeah. to build that hyperspace ring. Um, and mm-hmm. I think I I mean, I think this confirms it. The Chimera lives. Um, it has also been patched up with bronze or whatever beautiful like parts. Yeah, it's also got the consistency. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which is like, oh, the Chimera <laughs> got cooler looking. Yeah. Like I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah the, that chi- the chimera is now. It just like creaks and rumbles <laughs> in the frame. That was some, that was some of the coolest Star Wars and yeah. Star Wars in a while. The chimera literally um, looks like a chimera now, right? It's the yeah, idea of yeah. having <laughs> of two or more parts of of having. If you talk about in biological terms, two or more like types of DNA in it. Like it's yeah. just like it's like a part of me is like Floney. Were you or always thinking of this? Yeah. Like like or who named it the well, chimera? Was Zon it? it also Thrawn's Zon? Was like Zon always quarters? Like yeah, have to be that has to be inside there. Yeah. That captain's quarters has to be inside there, and that's like one of my favorite locations oh. in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like the he has like that crazy statue in there. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, he thinks. He's obviously about to do a bunch of research on Ahsoka. Um, yep. which is that's going to be hilarious because we know he knows her former master, um, but he doesn't know of Ahsoka. Yep. So, um, I think yeah. Um, so that'll be fun to get some. I, I mean that that in and of itself will probably really reveal more about ahsoka than we ever knew because we know what a deep dive he does i, I mean he said to her species so we know she's a tagruda i don't know if 
um, he might get into that. And we never sort of think of Ahsoka as like really associated with her people. I feel like Morgan Elizabeth should answer like most of those questions. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But yeah. sorry. I have motivation questions too for you guys. Mm. Like I have some serious motivation cool. questions for you guys. Um but um, I mean, I would just, I'd be, first of all, Balin and Shin just leaving when the ship is preparing to depart. I was like, this is this yeah. why. So, <laughs> like, but I this and is, why are you listening to yeah. this guy? Like, yeah, you just met him. But I I love this because so I'm currently <laughs> I, I am why well, so I can't I, does not remember Ahsoka Tano at this point. I know. Like it's just like I, I'm not, no thoughts. I have motivations so, yes. I can't address right now. But I just want to say what I love about this. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I'll think about. I'll ruminate on it. Um. So I'm I'm currently reading. Like, like hey, what's up? And she's like, anyways, Ahsoka's <laughs> dead. But it like. So get to die for me to get here, but I know. how's it going? But I, I, so I'm currently reading a trilogy by Joe Abercrombie called the It's the First Law trilogy. It's it's high fantasy. It's it's I I'm halfway through the third book of the trilogy, so I highly recommend it. Depending on how it lands, <laughs> right? Like it's like it could real be a like a real stinker in the next 300 pages, but um, real short trilogy, really great. Um, it's like Game of Thrones if it wasn't completely, it didn't hate everyone. Ever, yeah. <laughs> like there are good characters in it, even though they're struggling. If it wasn't yeah. grimdark, yeah, grimdark, and it is grimdark, grimdark but you cheer for some of these characters. Okay. But my point is, the thing I love about high fantasy sometimes is that, like, it's it goes all the way back to Tolkien, and but behind before that, it was just like you just have all these different people on different quests going and everything, and it's all going to come together. And the fact that like you have you have like Bale and everyone else just going like we got a we got a side thing going on here. Like the second I heard that, I'm like I am so yeah. in. I am so in now that you have like this is not because we've gotten so much in the in in the in the live action television right now, and and in and in media in general currently we have linear storytelling where everyone's on the same path going in the same direction and I don't know why we're telling stories that way right now I have I have theories I think it's I think it's I think anyway but I won't talk about the theories about why I think that is but I'm appreciating story now where we have like ahsoka's on her journey we've got sabine on her journey we've got thrawn on his we've got balan on theirs like we've got all of these people going in all these other directions knowing they're dovetailed together at the end and i'm like that's great storytelling where you just have oh, yeah. differing motivations not just everyone just doing it we'll talk about what those motivations are because i'm not 100 percent sure what they are but i know they all have motivations yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no there's it's fat it's really really fun to have so many different trajectories for, for all these characters and sort of like the they will cross at some point and um ahsoka's arrival i think will bring a lot of people together in terms of ahsoka probably taking down balan skull yeah um i wonder but, uh, I, I have a feeling they're all going to be abandoned together and then suddenly the motivations will you know their relation will will change a bit yeah. I'm already. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. to join Balin Skull's side. Like I want to know what he's like. I, oh. I'm just like, tell me more about yeah. this beyond. Right. Yeah, we can I, move off to. Th we can move off Thrawn and go to, to Balin Shin I, Island. Right. Sort of oh, talking about them. Have I teased it up? Can I just say what I think is happening yeah. here? Because I'm just kind of like I can't not. Balin Skull is the big bad of this entire season, not Thrawn. He's the big bad, and and it's gonna be. I have a feeling we're gonna have Thrawn uniting with. <laughs> our heroes hmm. i have a feeling that thrawn's gonna do a bit of a not hero turn but a bit of like the enemy of my enemy type of thing i think that's the story we're gonna get because i think palin is i he's kind of said it so he said as much in this episode he basically wants to kill everyone 
he wants everything dead. Like he just wants this everything. And I think he's going to awake something that's similar. We have we have Filoni who loves doing like what was the name of again? Sorry, I saw like brain fog. But in Rebels, um, the the giant thing that they awakened. Um, ben do. Ben do. Thank you. Like he loves giant force powerful force beings yeah. right yeah i have a feeling we're gonna get something like that and it's gonna be a larger of like oh boy we all have to take care of this thing anyway that's my thought right and so balin is trying to to wield that power to wield that thing yeah Balin just uh, wants to set everything if back the to old zero. stories are true he that's says. that's apparently there were jedi tales that spoke of something on this planet mm-hmm. uh, uh a force of some kind or some kind of yeah power yeah and uh um yeah and so i'm excited to see what that is yeah. is it like the smoke monster from lost or lost or like or the leveler from loki or like is it some kind of giant thing is it like a giant rain core i know the dathomir dathomiri um definitely wrote rain core back in the day like i i think you it know is. What, what is it a giant kaiju of some kind like what what is it is it you know where there be whales are there krakens yeah. you know what i mean like there's yeah there's i yeah. i think it's something so, because one thing that feloni hasn't given us so far in this episode is is a plant which is something we get in almost every star wars is something that is literally can destroy planets or destroy civilizations right and i think the way he's going to do something like that is is a force wielding thing right like it's going to be mythical not like a scientific yeah, suma verminoff yeah. force wielding yeah suma verminoff. yeah yeah that's see that's something i was i was thinking about because um and we do see vader fight one off um at some point right. when he's right. traveling like there's, the mall or something there's a lot of um, dead space whales around this planet right. just saying yeah yeah and if you don't yeah if you don't know what a suma verminoff is it's the creature from the solo movie <laughs> um that was in the mall um, that hung out near a black hole just because wait isn't Sumin of Aramoth also the space slugs the name of the space uh from no empire they, what are those? those are oh my gosh why did you have to ask me that right now <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> my brain exegors exegors they're extra yeah. thank you you're right Sumin of Aramoth and Evagors I don't know how I got those two things confused. yeah but uh, it could be an exogorth though I mean no but you're right Sumin yeah. of, it's got to be bigger and Exogorth just a giant space leg you're right it's got to be yeah a, but they yeah. also they you know also navigate in um what's it called uh migrate Hyperspace. migrate um, yeah. through galaxies but they I think they do it slow style but that's right but this but this also happened in in the eu in, in legends novels um with Jason Solo mm-hmm. feeling ca- being called to um, Avalon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and that's like a dark force entity that when the fate of the Jedi books were written, it was around the time Clone Wars was in production. Yep. And I think they reached out to the author um, of those books and uh, the authors, I think there were multiple authors, but um. And and said if you want to incorporate Avaloth into the sort of the Mortis arc and those Celestials, um, you're more than welcome to. And they actually do in the yeah. in that um, in that book series. They actually do incorporate sort of the Mortis arc and Centerpoint Station and yep. how like they basically hint at the idea that there were Celestials that were moving planets yes. with a large space station to basically arrange them in you know uh, and then also to put one planet I guess as a sort of like prison world for 
one of the celestials yep. and the celestial became Avaloth, who was like this dark entity um that was all powerful that took over jason's mind and then basically affected everyone and went into multiple people kind of jumped into people yeah shape-shifted, shape-shifted, jumped in. was a creature yeah. like dark ray is kind of the closest it is dark ray this, i definitely like, got action. vibes of that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i i i mean um, the end of the old eu was getting into real large ideas like like so center point station you know for for the grogu's out there was um it was around the um uh you know i thought it was fine i really do have brain fog uh around uh han solo's corellia it was around corellia right and so it was this giant thing that they all worked on the corellians worked on and they knew it was there but they had no idea how old it was and then throughout this the old eu they find out that basically this thing has been here before the history of the Star Wars galaxy and it had moved all of the stars and all of the planets around the Corellian system in a specific thing. So we're talking about like, and we get to the point where we almost get the answer of that, of what that thing is and who created it. And then they canceled the old which fine, not going to pick hairs, but boy, yeah. right. having read all of that, I almost got the answer. And then I'm like, can someone just tell me <laughs> what the answer to that was? But it was very, it felt like Marvel comics, celestials. You saw them in right. the Eternals, if you saw the Eternals, but I don't know if anyone saw the Eternals. Um, but like, they're this giant things. And like, we know that Star Wars likes to flirt with that in the old EU. And, and that seems very much up, um, you know, up his alley. So we'll see. And, um, and just like per Abeloth's mm-hmm. uh, motivations, she's a character that um, is just trying to recreate the uh, a, a family of like God tier force wielders. Yeah. Like she's just trying to recreate like, just a super powerful family of force wheelers. And like, that's kind of her motivations, which I don't know. Like I I would love to see Filoni sort of, if he does bring in, bring that character into the canon, like it would be cool if we do see it in an all new way and fun new story or something like, and also like we're seeing the great mothers of the Dathomir. Is there a, and it's, it's evoking a lot of like Dune Mm -hmm. and um, like the Benny Gesserit and sort of like, is there, if if these are the great mothers or are, are they like sort of like, the reverend mothers and is there a mother superior like is there one even above yep. them that's even more powerful I, like is that the, is she the great yeah mother, you know having like, worked my way through the dude stuff recently i had the same thought like <laughs> who's the greatest mother great <laughs> like, like, yeah. Okay. yeah feloni's also like villeneuve doesn't get to have the weird little devices like the warbling devices that move around slowly yeah. like yeah. molasses through mm-hmm. a hallway like the hunter killers and mm-hmm. dune or like the scanners and Blade Runner, it's like yep. Filoni's like, I'm doing it too. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. I mean, borrow from the best, right? Yeah, um, no, it's great. I love. So, Adam, stuff you're thinking too. the uh, just to circle back on this because I, I yeah. now I've had time to think about it. So, you think the motivation for Balin Skull is like what, like terminating all life in the galaxy, or Something. killing all I the Jedi, also, or yeah, or killing all the Force users? I wonder if he thinks the force is the ultimate evil <coughs> in the world, right? Like in this idea, because it, like, so have you seen, he's still like on his belt. There's a green, it sure looks like a green kyber crystal. Have we seen that going around? No. Like, oh, yeah. On his belt. It looked through the internet. It seems like he still has his old kyber crystal sitting in his belt buckle. Like, it seems like he has a really interesting connection to the force in terms of like, he's not like, I, like, he just feels like someone who thinks that like, the Jedi were corrupt. The Sith are corrupt. Everything's bad. Like he just feels like an anarchist yeah. in a lot of ways to me. Just like this is what's destroying the world. It's not. It's not humans. It's not 
governments it's the force the force is corrupting mm. everything the force is bad and i'm going to use it to destroy everything yeah i loved that he was talking about like canceling the cycle he's like the you yeah know, the empire and that cycle the jedi is... the jedi topple yeah. over the empire and it goes on forever and i'm going to end that and i was like, right but okay. what you can talk about is it's really mm -hmm. it's not the empire it's a sith right who led the empire right right so Does my, he know so my thought the, is that it like, was the sith that I think so. I think he's tuned but in he, enough to he know. He named it so, the Empire. So yeah, the Empire led by a Sith, the Jedi led by a yeah. Jedi Council, right? Like I think what he's saying is just like light versus dark, light versus dark, and we're all stuck in the middle, right? Like we, as the universe, just stuck in the middle or the galaxy of these two forces fighting, and we just keep getting put through the meat grinder, yeah. right? As their endless battle continues. So my thought is like he just wants to end the force. That's interesting. Um, cause I, I don't really right. know what he's talking about at all. And it's sort Nor of, I. but I, I'm fascinated by all of it. I mean, I like it from a storytelling point of view because I also want to break the cycle first. It's like, let's do something different <laughs> and have a different antagonist, yep. a different motivation. That was, that was the most meta part of the story really yeah. was he was like, you know, the, <laughs> was the, it the, the most meta Jedi part? <laughs> fall and empires rise again and again and again, because we know through video games yeah. and ancillary material that it's constantly been a cycle of the Sith have control the galaxy, the Jedi control the galaxy, the Sith control the galaxy, the Jedi control the galaxy. And he's just like, I'm going to go back to the beginning and stop the cycle yeah. from ever starting. Yeah. To me, that's what you're saying, Adam, extinguish the force or it's um, like the force itself, I guess, or stop either organization from yeah, forming right really. yeah like, yeah something yeah but you but use the world between worlds like i guess use the um that's a good point use that mm. use a gateway is that the power you know what i mean like there's there's so many i think there, we could really drum up so many theories for what this power could be because it's like you know again there's um there's another thing from legends the uh what, what is it called the, the flow time flow walking or oh. something what's that one <laughs> You know, yeah, uh, there's like other time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, powers in Star yeah, Wars. I forgot. I, I, I wiped myself. Time. Yeah. So, so, so Jason <laughs> goes into he goes on his on his like spirit quest, which is one of my favorite You're things right. where he just goes to all the other force users and learns all these other force abilities, which I'm like, that's awesome. I want to see that. That's great. That's what we should give Luke when we when we start telling his in between story is like yeah. all these other force users what can you possibly do and one of the things jason learns is 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 what was it called flow walking Some flow walking that's right yeah by the ang team yes, so he that. basically yeah. can time travel and like he ends up like yeah. bringing people back like he he does something like names are gonna escape me but when anakin uh skywalker or anakin solo die yes there's an anakin solo dies um he brings his girlfriend back in time to be able to say goodbye to him, her like one night like so he does these things to turn people to bring them back to like, little right. moments oh. where they technically could step in and change it but he's like just don't do it because it kind of you know you know so we've seen we've seen character or we, we've seen we know time characters travel. change the yeah. course of history in star yeah. wars before it's just what could be I, for me I'm, I'm hopeful that Balin. it's actually like because I think at one point Shin goes, oh, you see a future here in this wasteland. He's like, I see like the ancient witch kingdom of Dathomir. And if and the great mothers confirm this. So um, that tells me that whatever this Jedi tale is, the, the witch kingdom is part of that tale. Yeah. And whatever the power is, it's probably connected to the witch kingdom of Dathomir yeah. in some way. Can, can I make a... That's kind of what I'm... Yeah. Thinking. And it could be a well or a font of power be. because that's also something that's alluded to in Legends and, and Apoloth and sort of that, that sort of so, stuff. Maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe you're right. Where it's, he doesn't want to destroy the Force, but he wants to destroy the Jedi and the Sith, who have these like very stringent 
rules about what the force is and and takes everyone with them right like think about like he's talking about the night sisters right why are the night sisters destroyed right because of the sith right like yeah. like all of these other force users who have like communed with the force and like the night sisters you can say they're witches and they're evil they never as far as i know tried to take over the galaxy <laughs> right I, I, uh, the only yeah. two entities trying to to yeah. wield power in the galaxy that we've seen our force users are the sith number one and to some extent in a certain point of view you could say the jedi right maybe not i wouldn't say it's necessarily true but if you look at like balan's perspective what he saw was them getting really close to the powers of government and becoming tools of the government right and so yeah. from his perspective yeah. the sith and the jedi are just are, are basically just um you know too corrupt and then force is fine but once you start putting these, 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 um, my brain's, you know, faulting, but you know, too many, yeah, yeah, on yeah. It. you know what I'm saying? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, Please no, someone no, talk. I stop. I, I really do love that Balin, um, loves the idea of the order, but also thinks they were lost and that the, 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 there was no future there like he says in this episode like as if like the entire ideology was doomed in his, in his mindset but he also like alludes to the fact that he was like there when the jedi temple was burning and he was yeah. he saw it like oh, I, if we do come across some greater power i really do hope we get some glimpses of balan's past like just sort of like more set up for who he is as a character because yeah. like I, I I love that sort yeah. of stuff. I love my, digging my into favorite crazy internet past. thing of the week related to that is that people are going nuts about whether or not he's the little kid that gets startled when Anakin turns on his lightsaber. <laughs> Have you seen that <laughs> That's one? That's a yeah. That kid has been so many. I know so many things. Yeah. I'm like I I as a as a parent of a three year old, I I hate to say the sentence I'm about to say, but that kid dead. Yeah, move on. Yeah. You just no. You hope that yeah. he survived. Yeah. And Balin, yeah, I, yeah. I know a lot of people but, like Snoke, right? Snoke, like look at Snoke. Yeah, that's no. could be a lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> Balin already said he was like, like a little older than um, Shin Hati when he uh, when when yes. it fell too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. which makes sense. That's better because <laughs> he he old. Um, yeah, I love that he gave us um, Boken Jedi. Uh, that's a new term. And oh, so yeah. right. Boken yeah. is, is a wooden sword used for practice by samurai. Mm -hmm. um, and that's so, that sort of makes sense. Just like this next tier post uh, formal order raised Jedi. And so, yeah, Shin Hati was like, so that like me. And he was like, no, no, you're something I've trained. I'm training you to be something more. And that, Ah, uh, that's I have that mm -hmm. that generates more yes. questions. Yep. Oh, more questions. yeah. That is oh. tantalizing. That's that's just it's going around my head on a Mobius strip, and I'm like, what is something? All right, more? So, what's your read on that? What do you think that means? Something awesome. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I I just have no idea. But it's got to be like if you're more than just a Jedi, or I mean, because it's true, the Boken Jedi just sort of like get put on a little path. They follow the will of the Forest. They have some little mission that they work on some missions are bigger than others, but you know, Quinlan boss is probably helping with the path now, you know, and Cal Kestis is, I yep. don't know, he was going to try and rescue the, you know, a data archive and rebuild the order. And then, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi's babysitting and like, you know, they, everyone sort of has their own like smaller thing. But so, I mean, if it's something more then it's, it, it's going to be a mission to change the galaxy, I suppose. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think 
I think he's mm-hmm. he could also I, she could I, also be a leader like he could be passing on to her a sort of a leadership position for whatever comes next if assuming that the Jedi yeah. she feels like I know that goes against you so theory, Adam but yeah. no no which is I please I okay well we will get to Ezra in a moment and we'll talk about how all my theories all the time are always wrong and I'm always sad oh and, no I know but, I was so but sad no, I was not sad I, I was just am, sad for but as theory. I will say and this is not just just blowing Sorry. smoke. I'm always so happy when I'm wrong because they give me exactly what I didn't know I wanted. But we'll get to that. But my my thought is that like if my theory is correct and that Balin is the big bad of this whole thing, is that this is a very super villainy way of saying I'm trying to be so much more, which is basically like just a cog in something that's going to change the galaxy, yeah. which means she's a sacrifice. Like she's just a chess piece. But in his view, a chess piece and a glorious like a glorious path, right? So she is so much more than one of these people doing all of those kind of minimal things that you're talking about, Ben. Because when we look at what the Jedi are doing during the rise of the Empire, is a lot of them are just biding their times until someone else can come along and fix it. Yeah. Not to get not really get yeah. cynical about it. Right. Like, kind right. of. Kind of. The case, right? They're like, waiting yeah. for their moment. But yeah. yeah. They're waiting for like a chosen one, perhaps, yeah. to come along. Yeah. Or a chosen, not chosen two. Someone chosen yeah. Two. Yep. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, when it comes to when it comes to Balin's mission, Balin's search for this power, I'm, you know, and him being the main villain of the entire piece, um, I have to think it's it's because the show is called Ahsoka. It's it's really dealing with her sort of Jedi heritage and and sort of how she's now expanding beyond that and her evolution after the sort of Force encounter with Anakin mm-hmm. and then. Now, um, I, I approaching this planet, she seems like she has a completely do, new attitude about just like how to go about things. And, um, but also it's like, I think it's a lot of people dealing with their Jedi past, like Balin and Ahsoka. Yeah. And to yeah. me, if they do introduce a new power on this planet, it could be super interesting if it also reflects that Jedi past yeah. in some way. And, you know, if you do a little more digging on the, on the witches of Dathomir, uh, you, there's, there's some information in legends that basically, uh, a, a Jedi had started the, the witches of Dathomir, mm. like, uh, a character from long ago was exiled <laughs> and Thrawn many times in this episode says the word exile as we are in exile, our numbers have dwindled. Mm. Um, to me, this is the planet, a, the, a Jedi would be exiled too by the mm. Jedi council. Yeah, and starts this kingdom, and to me, it would be—it's just fascinating. If a great power does exist here, it has some sort of connection to the Jedi, and how the Jedi wronged this character, and so the character lived in torment because of you know that um, that 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 fate. Lived you know, in uh, torment or lives character. in torment. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. Or lives in torment. right because like right. if we talk about the Sith, right? Their it's whole thing. Them. I mean, we know from like Palps, right? Like he knows the power of immortality to the fact that he like just if you if you read rise of skywalker uh extended expanded novel right like he jumps out of that body immediately is falling down the shaft and yeah has lived is living forever for the most part right so they're he not probably her him or uh plagueis are not the two to probably first discover the path to immortality yeah, it'd also be so cool if there was like a prison, kind of like uh, the prison they kept Sauron in mm. in Lord of the Rings, mm. like when it, when he was the necromancer. Like, I that'd be very cool. I mean, yeah, we have a Soak of the White, right? Right, we're halfway there, right? Right, we're halfway there, yeah. right? Like, like, and, and again, that's what Lucas and that's what Star Wars is. It's borrowing 
it's like a patchwork of 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 our greatest tales right. and this right, series, of human history right. and then but this series is really focusing on being high fantasy right like more than yeah else, um in, in a delightful way that's that's what keeps me that's that's what keeps bringing me back to the giant squid or the kraken mm-hmm. where like the eldritch Cthulhu. Yeah, the horror, like yeah. I, I keep going back to this like massive kaiju as the power but i I don't know because I know it's been so fantastical so far that I'm like, and you almost want to see the Purgles and interact with something else, like a like a giant creature or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't well, know. We know that Ahsoka is going to pop out in a giant Purgle, right? So we we have an opportunity to get that that interaction immediately. Are we um so. Ahsoka, I guess there's not too much to say about her in this episode, though. Um, you, you mentioned the most meta part of the episode, um, Grant, and I'll, I have to say the most meta uh-huh. part would be when they said uh, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> when it was actually a yeah. character said oh, one, yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. I'd be because, like, tell me uh-huh. more stories, Hu Yang. Yeah, it's like, Hu Yang, more. I, I feel Yang. like, as a, as a grumpy old man, I feel like I should hate that. And I feel like I do hate when they do certain things, which are which are kind of like callbacks or fan service. But boy, did that actually make sense? Because it literally is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And I'm like, wow, like 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 like, wow, you did the work to make that work in a way that didn't feel clunky. Like I was was blown away by like not hating that line. Like I, I heard it and I'm like. I like, I shouldn't like that. Why do I like that? I should hate that. Because it works. You should hate that's it. That's the thing. Filoni's got taste, man. Like he, he, he hits all these fan service buttons, but uh, I mean, it, he never, I don't think he ever does it. It doesn't feel shoehorned in. It's like very organic to what Star Wars no. in. Yeah. Uh, Dialogue. Yeah. Like the way Balin and Morgan Elsbeth are talking about star whales is yes. like enchanting mm-hmm. and mesmerizing. And I'm like, more. more. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, what are we talking about star here? Whales. Star whales is what we're talking about. <laughs> I'd like everyone to know. And it sounds amazing. The dialogue is on point. Yeah. When she's like, my ancestors like learned to harness and ride these creatures before the days when time was counted. I was like, dude, Filoni <laughs> can write a Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nearly everything Thrawn says is incredible. Uh, uh, yeah. Everything, I guess. Yeah. I mean, those, those, those they're the two stars, right? Balin and Thrawn. Um, Sabine, obviously, fantastic. And I think maybe that first conversation that um, that Huyang and Ahsoka have, it's it's kind of the nature of the Force. And it's sort of like, she's like, you know, I didn't train Sabine to make the right decision. And Hu, I feel like Huyang's pushing back being like, it's it, this could be the force working you know he she only ever right. had one choice and this is right this could be her right. only and choice it, yeah and so it, that makes me believe that sabine i really want her to remain just a tool of the force and not a force yes. wielder but man they are teasing that she's going oh, to be boy. able to wield the force at some point right i know they really are and i kind of want them to go there i wouldn't hate it but i'm like but i kind of love this idea yeah. of like like the line i keep saying in my mind is like she doesn't have the force. The force has her. Right. Isn't this right? Yeah, like, yeah. Isn't yeah. yes that and that's the way I wanted to be. But isn't this the second time that she's tried to use the force and then thought she was using it, but it was something else going on? Something else is happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good bit if they keep going. Yeah. Through, just to sort of like, right. Maybe they're just messing with us yeah. and not messing with her. Yeah. Right. Which I would appreciate. Yeah, I yeah. would appreciate that too. But um, it'd be cool if there's like a a, a a mystical way in which she 
garners the force in in the plot or something at some point. Yeah. I also like I also am hopeful she can use the force at some point to tap into it because she's really, you know, displaying all the traits of Mandalore or the Mandalore, yeah. you know, as we know the concept to be. So I'm that could be a fun wrinkle. I'm just she's basically half Jedi, half Mandalorian. It's exactly what the Mandalore is supposedly I mean, right. was a thousand we years ago. No, we're going for the long Maybe. yeah, I mean we're going for the long storytelling here, right? Yeah. And we know all these this is the this is part of the Mandoverse that's gonna end in a and no event one jumped film. on that mythosaur nope. in season three. There is still a chance that Sabine is the Mandalore, right? <laughs> the I mean, Mandalore, she really right. yeah, could yeah. be. So yeah. I'm I'm holding out hope yeah. that she is just like, you know, the old Mandalore of old with mm-hmm. the Jedi powers as well yeah. as the Mandalorian. It'd be funny if there was just like it was a mix up and she and Bo Katan were fighting for a second and she accidentally disarms Bo Katan and picks up the <laughs> the sabers. He's like, Oh, you dropped this and just like Bo Katan just holds her head, like hangs her head and it's like not again. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or Bo Katan drops it and uh oh, see it's uh, gone. The and, the Dark uh, Saber's dead. And uh, oh, that, I mean yeah, 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 we'll see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be reforged, and then he'll she'll drop it, and uh, and a uh, loath cat will grab it and drop it, and then and then Sabine will pick it up, and because the loath cat technically disarms, yeah, right. Uh, it actually <laughs> the blah, blah, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Sorry, I I cannot um, stand the uh, the whole thing about this. Yeah. Right, anyway, but there there on. was also that really nice. It, it, it was a beat. It wasn't really a throwaway line, but those like you said, the three Norns, the three witches say yeah. that one reeks of jedi and like and mm-hmm. sabine's like don't look at me like i don't know she's she, she talking to you she looks at like balin and, and shin she's like y'all <laughs> yeah, are jail it's jedi, a great moment like, i read that as shin or like balin because i was like shin definitely feels redeemable and shin definitely feels um she feels like she's being kept yeah. in the dark like she's like we're still working <laughs> with witches like Balin just walks away from her when Thrawn gives him the order and she has to she just yeah. follows reluctantly. I mean, and I'm just like I'm like, why is Balin sort of like just leading without informing her about, you know, yeah. the exact motivations for what, what's going on here? He seems so taken with whatever's calling to him that he's not even like looking behind him and yeah. making sure she did knows I, what's going did on. Did I and it's talk yeah. about this last week? Because again, brain fuzz, but like Carly and I were talking about like we kind of wish Shin was like 13. Like, like, like like the way they write her and they write some of the things they say about her is that she should be a child soldier. Um, and, and so part of what I'm trying to get at there is like, regardless of my thoughts about that, I feel like she's very similar to Ahsoka who got pulled into something and does not know what she's part of. Like, just as like Ahsoka got pulled in the Jedi order and then is suddenly a child right. soldier that Shin has this ability there's no Jedi order for her. She's pulled in by Balin and now she's used by Balin that I agree. Like there's a turn for her of just her not seeing the other options that are out yeah. there for her. Right. With the force. It does sound like, I mean, it would make sense that he's keeping her in the dark because she's not going to like what fate he has in store for her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Ben, you're This is, this is kind of where I was at too, where I was like, he's searching for some ancient power on this planet. He's bringing uh, his Padawan with him. Uh, if this is a, yeah, right. And I'm like, you know, if we, if we, if this is a mortis type celestial type character, this character in the legends novels has been known to jump into other people or basically uh, take over, possess other gods need sacrifices. And so, yeah. And so I'm just worried for Shin and I hope it, but what I, what I, what would be cool, like the, the ultimate here would be if like whatever the power is, does go into Shin and she's like the ultimate like sort of badass mm. of the show yeah, like, that would be cool. that'd be awesome 
Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> and then we get to see all that choreography Ben's hoping for, where she's just like doing handsprings <laughs> with like chopped off people's yeah, heads. Yeah, I mean that would be great. Yeah, yeah if it's a vessel, because we've kind of, I mean, this show could sort of be the keystone for how um, how Palpatine stayed alive. This sort of like force soul tr- essence transfer that se- that Dark Siders mm-hmm. seem to be able to do. Um, we haven't, you know, it's. I'm not saying it's the it's the Emperor. But we've seen Bane learned about that skill, right? He allegedly, he was, I don't know if he sure. was successful, but we think he was, I think if, and I, I kind of don't want to spoil the Bane trilogy, but. Well, in the Clone Wars, I think there's the the simple scene where they kind of activate his ghost or something. Yeah, they like, activate his right, Sith Wraith, but, right? right? But yeah, I, so it's like a hologram. Earmuffs for the next thing, 10 but. seconds if you don't want the end of the Death of, Mir- uh, of the Bane trilogy spoiled. But um, he he does, it, it sort of, he tries to transfer his essence into Xana, um, his Padawan, yeah. um, before yeah. death. And we we assume he was able to do that. I think it was kind of left up for interpretation, okay. but it, yeah. it could be something like it could be something like that. Where this is, I, I love the idea of Abeloth being the one because it just increases the stakes. It's it's not Jedi or Sith, and then like, but she needs a uh, she needs a vessel, and and Balin's gonna make Shin that. It's also proof of transference. Like if Thrawn can gather that data, basically in Shin, and she's been like. There's been exactly. transference. He can help the emperor back and like all that stuff can kind of, they can be like, here's how we're going to get Palpatine's like spirit back into some, the clone, you know, we, this on this planet, this dark magic worked yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's stuff like that that can tie into the material. But um, again, I don't, Balin could be the very, the one who's basically taken over by this power too. Like he could be the one. Yeah. That, but for very um, practical and also, reasons, the I thing hope not. <laughs> So if the, if the character can shapeshift, it could it could really play with the Ezra Sabine yeah. Shin sort of triangle. Like you could really play with that whole thing and, and spook people out. Sabine yeah. could be evil to Ezra, and Ezra could be evil to Sabine, or like however it's it's manipulating people. Yeah. I yeah. I like the Shin, the idea of Shin being the big bad or or transferring or being around or being more because a couple two reasons one it's just like why introduce this character if you're not going to do anything with her right like 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 other than like i don't want her to be the the exposition character right there just for exposition which is just if that's what it is i'm going to get real angry because that's a waste of a character right is that's just like someone you can talk to that doesn't make it feel like you know so they explain to the audience an audience surrogate i don't think that that doesn't seem like anything feloni's ever done before like a character is there to serve yeah, a purpose he, yeah he doesn't so i think she's stories. no she's gonna be more the other thing and this is getting a little like behind the scenesy and i and i and i don't want to like use okay i ray stevenson great passed away far too young yeah, far too soon yeah. horrible they do not seem phased by his yeah. passing Right, which makes me really believe that other Either than like being super secretive you know, or they're just like it's not actually going to affect the story. His story is the end of yeah. the season. Like he doesn't make it through the end of yeah. the season. And it, it would be weird if like it honestly be weird for him to still be alive at the end of the season with the way they're he, setting no, him up. Because he is a, he is the kind of the archetypal villain of a rebel season. So he's like the grand inquisitor. Yeah. Like, the yeah. only last kind of one season is yeah. that, like, that main villain. And uh, he's yeah, he's, he's going to bring the main forth this season. The yeah. bigger bad right like he's gonna end up you know getting hoisted on his own petard i have no idea what that means but i love it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> What's a petard? Yeah, he'll, really? he'll definitely that will definitely be the confrontation with Ahsoka. Um, I'm just petard's a steak. It's a. I'm just interested in this thread of destiny. Never heard hoist on your guitar. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great saying. You should right. look it up. It's a great saying. Yeah. yeah, just be careful when yeah. you're saying it. It's it sounds vile. Uh, it's not great, but it's a wonderful saying. It's fine. It's not like bad. It's just you know. Uh, should we talk about Ezra? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah all right. Yeah. Can I can I start? I feel like I've been starting a lot, but since I had the big theory of what Ezra was going to be, I will just say this very yeah. quickly, and then I'll let you all go. Is that like, I, I, really, really thought I wanted him to be this broken down, being used by Thrawn, and then when I saw him there leaning against the thing, thriving, I, I. <laughs> I honestly Your got choked up. Singing. I got super choked up and I was so happy. Like just I love that Ezra spent 10 years in exile just being yeah. Ezra. Like just like I have like like he doesn't even so gonna him. be in the conversation. He's like, I knew I could count on you. Yeah. And I'm just like, and oh, yeah, it's kind of like your last conversation yeah. Also heartbreaking, like, but wonderfully yeah. heartbreaking. That's so I'll let you guys go, but I was just, yeah, it was so we wonderful. get Ezra and he's like, Hey, but it, yeah, so really funny back and forth. I love how they took the time. Mm-hmm. Also, they like go her going into that village. They took, I mean, I think it lasted five minutes of her walking through oh, the God. village and just looking <laughs> at stuff. And you're like, Oh, Ezra's not there, Ezra's not there, Ezra's not there. And then, like, finally, you get there. What should we name these, like, sh- these crab people, like the. The undershells or the the shell foots. I mean, they have a name. Um, no, they they're called the noti. The noti, yeah. Hobbits. So I think they need like a hobbit kind of. I name. like the undershells. Shells, <laughs> undershells. Yeah. yeah, like undershells. Yeah. Jenny, yeah. Jenny loves them because she loves horseshoe crabs or um, what are they called? Uh, hermit crabs. <laughs> they know a lot yeah, for hermit. living under a rock. Yeah. I gotta say, it's it's pretty <laughs> amazing. It's so Star Wars. It's so Star Wars and so Rebels. Like it's so something with Dave Filoni. Yeah, with but it, it's yeah. Perfect. Guys, can I, um, one tangent before we Ezra sure. go full Ezra. Before we um, Ezra, yeah. <laughs> uh, is everything on this planet fearful? It, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Right. Because we got the we got the the no the the undershells hiding right there. Big defense mechanism. Yeah. And then what what is and we got the other the howler sort of or being the, a wind? howler? Is that what they're called or hounds? Like, howl, howler. Howlers. Uh, howlers. I love yo. I I just want to say I loved that bit with the howler. That was like shame. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was um, made. It was dog oh, just yeah, like sure. such a great bit, and you knew exactly what was going to happen, and it was so great. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They took the time yeah. with that too. They really just held up the shot. I yeah, was like, like nice. he's coming back, and then like he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're a yeah. dog lover, you know how can you not love them? It's so I just it just made me think of Finn, yeah. my dog. Yeah, yeah. It was just, just like, like the happy yeah. face and the wagging tail when she brings him back, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Ezra in his chainmail. Yes. Yep. Yeah, chainmail. Yeah. Like the villager settler attire. Um, yeah. Outfit. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I forgot what you asked now. Looks it looks exactly like animated Ezra. Like they did such a good <laughs> job. With spot the on. The voice yeah. is like perfect. Wild the mannerisms. Voice. voice yeah. The the mannerisms, yeah. as you said. Yeah. The yeah, delivery. Really like it's just. Like I'm like that's Ezra. Yeah. Like Sabine really like and that. and Hera took me a little while to like Beard, to big bushy beard. Yeah. yeah, but like he was Ezra immediately. Like yeah. yeah. Um, so he's, so he gets right in and he's like, Hey, but it worked. Right. Which talking about the like purgle maneuver and like the end of yeah, that. And he's yeah. like, right. <laughs> because he doesn't know, of course, if it worked because he was launched. <laughs> I mean, yes, he took the big bad out of the galaxy, but like, I mean, there was a lot of other stuff that needed to happen. But like, 
he doesn't know the empire yeah. fell <laughs> like i just I, that, that to me is like amazing yeah. like he doesn't know like so he I, I wanted to do a speed amazing. run yeah. that's the best line too where sabine's like typical always a plan never a good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. it's like savage yeah. takedown yeah that was fantastic so i wanted to do a speed round because uh <laughs> you know then he's like i can't wait yeah. to go home burp, 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 about yeah. that return burp, trip, burp, 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 burp. yeah he's like i've got so plane. many questions should we speed round what his questions are <laughs> yeah because i assume next episode he'll be um, like he'll know ron is the only one who like has howlers <laughs> why are you, why are you yeah howler? that was one of them why are you yeah. a howler how did you that get here obviously yeah, how'd you Why get did here? It so yeah, long? It, what happened to the is yeah, it is that my lightsaber? What happened, what happened to the Empire? Empire? Um, <laughs> yeah. Is Hera doing okay? You know, he'll ask about Hera and Zeb and, and Chopper. And does anyone know about a kid that came from a desert planet that was really important? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's like, oh, <laughs> totally. He knows. He knows about Luke, right? He knows about Luke. Hey, did anyone hear about Obi Wan Kenobi? Has that yeah, happened yet? Right? He's like, did yeah, did did Obi Wan Kenobi ever show himself? Oh does my that, god, does that, does that mean anything uh, to yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it does not know. The other thing he does not know about. He's like, "Have you fed my cat? Have you fed <laughs> oh, my cat?" Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just like occasionally. Yeah, like I, he does not know about Jason, right? Because there's no way he would know about about that. So that's wild. So he would not even have a question to ask about that. But like, you know, she's just gonna drop Jason because, like, he she probably doesn't think about the fact that she wouldn't yeah. know that, and that's gonna be like an amazing. Yeah. Moment. So actually, so Jason. Must be the exact age of whatever ABY we are, right? Because it had to have, like, because yeah. she had, like, Hera had to be pregnant pretty much when, when Kanan died. Right, which is right it's at like ten, though. So that's yeah, about which is right. About, that's about right. where so, we're at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. So just like not. so, that's so weird. It's just like so. So Ezra was born on on whatever day it's called empire yeah. day empire day yeah so was was jason born on whatever the equivalent uh, is for the fall. <laughs> that's dude, the fall that's why she hilarious. wasn't in the battle of yavin she was like giving birth that's right she was like giving birth yeah <laughs> she's an hour 38 of oh, yeah. call yeah um huh yeah i thought ezra was great i'm excited to see what i'm so happy we get two means. episodes with her maybe <laughs> I, I have a feeling we may just have a. I wonder if we're gonna have an episode of just just Ahsoka figuring out how to get there, or if we're just gonna get it. So there I had this wild idea. Are we are we in getting to uh, theory time yet? We're we've yeah, been okay. through theory time. We we kind of broke out. Right. Yeah, we're there and back again. When we start talking about Balin, all right. I've got a like full tinfoil theory. Oh, let's go. Actually, when Ahsoka is never gonna leave that planet or at least not in this series and that Balin is actually going to present. I know we've been talking about how it's going to be malevolent and we need a bigger bad and all that. And you guys have totally sold me on it, but mm-hmm. what if Balin's actually got a good idea and what if they, you know, they get abandoned and they maybe Balin's got an alternate Jedi order that he wants to set up. That's not a Jedi order. It's something different. And then, you know, he any Ahsoka with her new like I just follow the will of the force and do what's right and help my friends is like this is actually the best way to go. All right, it's a stupid idea because she's got to take out Thrawn and Thrawn will go back and she never would have left him. But I don't know. I just think it would be kind of interesting. And so she sets up some sort of like parallel Jedi order out in this galaxy with whatever the other thing is, 
and this is why we don't really see her in the sequels but like in the next phase there's going to be this mm. other sort of like school of thought that may rival whatever ray is doing um that's mm. that's my tinfoil theory that's very intricate web tapestry yeah but there. i mean it, it kind of if this is like the birthplace like of the force and there's these like primal like force energy i mean i don't know if it's the birthplace of the force but it like clearly the force has been here a very very long time and it's strong somehow in the force well as i said everything on the planet seems fearful yeah. is this is this the tython for the bad guys is this the right. dark side of the force you know yeah. what i mean yeah is that yeah. I, I think Bailey? that's yeah. more likely actually yeah. hearing everything you guys have said you've i mean you've opened up my eyes to a million new things but just as we were talking, I was like, well, what if they don't leave, you know? But I mean, yeah. I, I would have to right. say, like, if I'm just like low hanging fruit, the next episode, you know, there's going to be a skirmish. We're going to reveal the new thing. And I think, I don't know. And I, I think Thrawn will leave this episode and the next episode, it'll be Ahsoka battling with whatever. And then finally grabbing a purgle and taking off and going back somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's so weird. It's, I think especially because we know that there's going to be a large movie event. Yeah. Right. So like, but so they, it's going to happen. You got to get Ahsoka time. back in the galaxy. So like they may, <clears throat> excuse me, they may get stuck here for a minute. Yeah, for a minute. I think and that's by a minute. Maybe thing. I think part they of, might still be there when the show ends. Yeah, I wouldn't years. be surprised. I, I would not be surprised if this season ends and they are not out of this galaxy. Right. So yeah. I also, I'm also interested in Ahsoka, you know, talking about Greek mythology, um, sort of like Enoch's face mask and the fates and stuff like that. Like I, like Ahsoka to me, I was always, I was, I always thought, you know, she's very kind of Arthurian in that episode Mm -hmm. of Mandalorian where she fights Mark and Elizabeth. She feels like they're even play, even like Gordonson's music is very like medieval sort of like harpsichordy kind of, you know, sound in that episode where she's almost like a knight, you know, and then, she gets more samurai. And then now I'm like, she's kind of entered like mythic territory. Yeah. Right now. She's almost like, we talk about Gandalf a lot of the time in the high fantasy angle, but like in the mythic angle, like she's kind of like Hercules mm, like, to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas like he, the, the, the character of Hercules once was, wasn't subject to the, 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 the threads of the, of the fates, um, yeah. the fates. fates right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So to me, Ahsoka isn't subject to this threat. No, she stands that's, outside. She can of basically it. elude yeah. it and yeah. circumvent it. Yeah. In my opinion, and and that's what I'm hoping she does. And I'm also hoping that, uh, you know, like I I read the the Tross Visual Dictionary recently, um, and in there there's a little section in the the, the sacred texts where they talk about the world between worlds, and and uh, it's called hidden depths. Is this little like sort of. Um, uh, breakout uh, description and it's separating myth from history proves difficult in the ancient ancient language of Jedi scripture, which leans heavily on metaphor. This page from the text describes the force as a twisted ribbon lining the perimeter of all reality. Transit to any point across the cosmos is made possible by traversing the path through the netherworld of unbeing. Hmm. And that's just like a tiny little thing in that well, book. And I was yeah. like, this, that is the netherworld of unbeing. Being, yeah. That's almost like what that episode was with Anakin. Right, where totally. She had to almost like yeah, yeah, unlearn yeah. everything she ever, you know, was and sort of like this netherworld yeah, of unbeing. And I'm like, yeah. to me, that character, to me, Ahsoka will will likely find a way back because I think out of all the characters, she is this sort of like traveler yeah. archetype. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, it's just kind of like cable from Marvel or like, right, yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what other comps. It's so hard though. Cause I see where you're coming from Ben, because it's like with the sequel trilogy, we have to get 
the the pieces in the chessboard have to move a certain direction, right? Like it's weird to have all these people. But and that's what time. we deal with a lot. Like fifteen years. They got yeah, they got a so lot of time, right? So they can do that, you know. No, and I'm and they seem to be taking their time, which is what yeah. I appreciate. But like think of, I think about like when I was playing Jedi uh, Survivor. Survivor, right? Where it's just like again, right. somewhat spoiler, but I think it's still first act. But like they discover the new world that they have to get to, right? Remember, there's that Tantalor. whole yeah. thing. Tantalor, thank you. Kobo? Oh, Tantalor. Tantalor. Yeah. And I'm just like, so Tantalor is clearly, they're going to get there, they're going to get their way shut off, and this is where Calcastus is during the entire thing, right? Like, like it's so hard with these, what you have when you're telling these parallel stories, just like, because every time, like, well, you got to get Calcastus off the board before, right. like, the the uh, the rebels actually come into fighting the Empire, because it's just like, where is he? I, I hate to say it's, I, okay, who cares about Luke Skywalker? If you have Calcastus, who cares? about luke skywalker because cal Kessler would just go in and destroy everyone yeah yeah he'd be super strong yeah so it's similar as like ahsoka like where's she gonna be when the force awakens right. what like and then we have to deal with the forces being asleep why oh, is this asleep? i mean what does that mean that's about interesting right like like does it have something to do with the force awakening or going to sleep or yeah is yeah. something that balan does yeah. lead to the force quote unquote sleeping right yeah for a few decades yeah, yeah. Mm. ahsoka's primary objective is to stop thrawn though and to stop another war yeah so it's hard. At the end of the season i imagine ahsoka will confront thrawn in yeah. some way and when the confront uh, team up with the great mothers tell thrawn about her arrival he seems legitimately like unbalanced and yeah like, yep Definitely a little like fright, not frightened. I don't know what, what you'd say, just wary of of what, yes, what that could mean. Yeah. You know, and I was like, which is cool. Like it's cool. And I appreciate about Thrawn because is she the one that kills him. Has he seen the future? Like these are the kind of questions I like. I really do think there's precognition side of the story. Like there's a whole precog side of the story that I think is not being told to us. Like the Thrawn. I I think that makes sense with the night sisters. That's definitely a thing. And like you said, with, with the way that the Chiss uses uh, force users, right? There's something there. Totally. I think the other thing too, is he knows not to underestimate full blown Jedi. Yeah. This point, right, right, right. Yes. Like, like right. So, so he might be like, "Oh no!" no. He's just constantly dunking on Morgan. He's like, "I thought you knew not to underestimate a Jedi." He's like, "Our numbers are dwindling." He's yeah, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> just like she, she's like, got she came all the way here. Worst reception right. ever. Yeah. Like, wow. Oh man. Um, Thrawn. Do we? Uh, do, is it time for uh, the uh, this the medal ceremony? ceremony? Yes. Let's so Grant do put it. this together. We got a little medal ceremony. Oh, this is this is an old thing. We we used to do this all the time back in the day on the the old pod. But uh, we just do little we do little award categories for the episode, yeah. And we'll do them going forward for each episode of the series, the, the next two episodes we yeah. have remaining. But uh, it's fun. It's just a fun thing because I, I I bet we didn't choose the same stuff, and that's what's so fun about yeah. it. And it, it's cool to jump through the thing. So um, we'll start it off chosen one award. Uh, which character sta- was the standout character for you in this episode? I, I, I think we all have probably have the same. As I said, we all might have different answers. I think so. so the howler was yours too. Have the same. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. I have well done. Mine rhymes with prawn. Oh, okay. So I, I imagine that's what you guys chose as well. But no, uh, mine's mine. Oh. Mine rhymes with Minoc. <laughs> oh, oh, Enoch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, you're because I could have gone Enoch across. The board. Yeah. I, I may go Enoch like, across the board. I can't just like 
Yeah. Can't be full I was trying to be an edge there. It was, and I really thought you were all going to pick Balen Skull. That, that Balen was my my standout. Oh, you're awesome, Balen Skull. See, okay, I was this is why it's important. Wow, it's important to do yeah. this, right? Because Woo. I also, I mean. It, it, it is hard for me. Like, I mean, Thrawn was an amazing Thrawn. Balen Skull continues to be the force that moves this whole thing forward. Like, just love it. But I mean, Enoch. Like, I mean, come oh. on. Like, I, I do not care about any other character anymore. I love that they gave him lines. They, that's the <laughs> I thing don't I, care the, about that's... any other character anymore. <laughs> no, because yeah, the thing is, it's like, it could just be like. Wait, is that not the ca- character from The Expanse? The actor from The Expanse or something? Oh, is that who that's going to be? I believe so. Okay, so Enoch is now <laughs> my favorite character of all time. <laughs> Which, so that's going to yeah. Wait, is he that? Uh, is he the heavy so from The Expanse? Yes. I forgot he was in Prey on each other. Oh, man. Survival. That's my favorite character from The Expanse, and now my favorite character. Oh, uh, that's totally who. That's so he's going to be a character if they're if they've got that actor playing. Uh huh. Yeah, right. My favorite oh, okay. Now I'm upset. I didn't. I didn't fill in Enoch across the board no, no. here because he's a winner. Yeah. That's a complete dub on Adam's part. Um, but yeah, uh, background player, uh, best sort of minor character. Hmm. Um, of, the, of the episode, of the episode. I'll, I'll, I'll say this because it's been the best minor character of the whole series and. He keep him secret, keep him safe. Hu Yang. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. A good he, does, he doesn't talk for very long in the episode, but yeah. he, he's been a major player thus far. But has he been episode, a major super player? minor like, character? He's just there chirping in with a couple like lines here and there. And I'm like, I think the first two episodes, he gets quite okay. a bit of speaking lines. Right. Like he is way up front. Yeah. Um, but uh, I got to go Enoch in this category. So, like, because he it really yeah. only says a few things. Yeah, but steals I'm not. Good, I'm not. I won't choose Enoch because Enoch in my heart is a major character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's hard to say. Like a chosen one can be any character. So yeah. You didn't violate that. No, no. So it's anymore. hard, right? Because I'm like, what's a minor character in this thing? And I'm like, I, I, I will. I'm going to group together the three Night Sisters. Oh, right. I thought as, of that as a single yeah, character. Yeah. Great mothers. Yeah. Great yeah, yeah the mothers. Yeah, they yeah. don't have a lot of lines. Yeah, no, but they're, yeah, they're minor. key and they, yeah, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, they're very cool. Cool costume design. Uh, there's kind of like the reverberating voice. Mm-hmm. Very cool stuff. Uh, Utini shot. Best camera shot of the episode. Super ben, easy. let's hear it. It is the the shot where they sort of. Um, jib arm up from the uh, plateau as the star destroyer is coming right at the like castle shield yeah. generators first yeah yeah uh, so shot. same i had that same one um, the internet may have gone a lit with um a lot of um coupling jokes oh, about yes, about yeah. there was they're like <laughs> the external scene I think they that. said this was the most penetration there's ever been in a star war but uh <laughs> yeah it is it is the yeah yeah it the is, base yeah. of that tower yeah. is definitely- a little Evocative. Yeah, a little evocative. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I Ben, that was mine as well. Like that is just a, a, an amazing <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, that shot was really. I, I, you know, even the shot of kind of the underbelly of yeah. the chimera for a second there. I'm gonna go. I'll try to differentiate here. I, I kind of liked when all the soldiers were lined yeah. up and we had the, that was my the shots. For yep. Thrawn yeah. Thrawn sort of like the first reveal of Thrawn yeah. was just through a bunch of boots and armor, and I was like, oh, you can kind of see a a chiss guy walking down that like. Uh, it's, oh, it's him! It's Thrawn. You know, you know like, yeah, I got so excited about that shot. It's such a great reveal. The Enoch walkout Enoch when walkout, he walks yeah. out with a couple of guys. The sound design that accompanies that moment and that shot was to me like, if you had to ask me, that's my favorite shot of the episode. Like Enoch sort of yeah. like walkout, and it kind of like stays with them for a hot second. It's so good. I love that. Shot. What I love about Thrawn's walk too is they—they're clearly evoking like 
Vader and 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 a lot of the stuff from like Return and stuff like that. But like he walks pretty crisply and pretty fast. His walk is actually pretty fast. And I love that. That's like a change on like the 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 slow march of the Imperials. He's just very crisply like just efficient. And it's way more dynamic coverage <laughs> yep. than the Return of the Jedi yeah. walk out yeah. with Emperor uh, Pal- with Palpatine and Vader. It's, it's it's we're seeing from the boots. We're mm-hmm. in the line of soldiers. Yeah. We're kind of like the camera's just moving around. I was like, this is awesome. Like if we can just do all of that all over again with Vader, I'd be I'd watch it all over again. Um, yeah, it was so cool. Um, yeah, so initial reveal of Chimera was like my other pick. So, but you picked that Ben. That's amazing. Uh, Sunless Space Award best dialogue of the episode. Is there a quote or, or best moment of dialogue for you guys? Um, speech. I, I like the, to be a long. I like the speech. award name that's there, giving a love. Yeah. To our, to our yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. 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 The goat, the, goat. The, the actual only goat in it's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But that's it's <laughs> like that. Cannot no one wait shall to get goat. the black series, Luke and Rail, coming on to the store shelves Ooh, soon. I, yeah, not even joking. God, I would buy, I would buy the, the ship, you know, I would buy mm-hmm. all of it. I, I think I'd have to pick a Balin Skull line here, and I, I don't have one fully fleshed out here, but um, him talking about wanting to break the cycle. What I seek is the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. I I took from that same exchange as that. Just I love the way he goes. It repeats again and again and again and again. It's yes. like the number of times he says yes. again. I love like it's not just like again and again and again. Like he just is clearly like yeah. I've just I've been in fights or arguments before where I like will over repeat myself where I'm just yeah. like I clearly am. My brain is broken and I'm so upset. And I just love that he's that moment of like someone who's so measured to have that mode of just again and again and again and again and yeah. again. Like he just says it like one too many times. Yeah. That was love. like the folk tales interaction. Yeah. I wrote down. Yeah. He's like, he's like, when I was a little older than you are now, like I watched everything burned. Mm-hmm. He's like, as, as you get older, you look at history and you realize everything is inevitable. The fall of the Jedi, the rise of the empire. Mm-hmm. It repeats again and again and again, yeah. like Adam's saying mm-hmm. and like that, Oh, that whole thing. And then when he starts that whole thing where we're in the lands of dreams and madness, yeah, yeah, uh, children's stories yes. come to life. It's just so I mean, he is uh, he is so the Luthan Rail like, he's such a of the series, yeah. right? Like, so cool. yeah, yeah. I gotta go with I gotta go with Thrawn, and uh, when he takes that first step towards Sabine, he's like, "Oh yes, the desire to be reunited with your long lost friend. That singular focus will reshape our galaxy." I was like. It starts with an ah yes, yeah, which like yeah. Thrawn needs that like so, in anything really, yeah. and I was like, it's yeah. perfect in my mind. Thank you. Before I know, not to interrupt the medal ceremony, but that reminds me, like, so not to totally derail us. Why is Ezra still alive? I, I think because he can't be. He's too good at hiding. He's a Jedi and can't he, be killed. He's like he keeps I think escaping. He escaped. Yeah. I, I I guess the numbers just like it feels like Thrawn made an act decision. To let him live, and I want to know why. Know where, uh, yeah, I think he's just too hard to kill. Or, yeah. but maybe you're right. Like, yeah. maybe he's just out there. If if the monster or whatever is chasing Ezra, it's not chasing Thrawn. So he like lets him like something. Yeah. There's something going on because they have like that many stormtroopers. I understand that Jedi are very very powerful, <laughs> but hey, I saw yeah. Order sixty six. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that is enough stormtroopers to kill. Well, their Jedi. numbers have dwindled significantly. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's that'd be amazing. If it was just Ezra. Just Ezra. It's the only thing that's been. I mean, because there. when last we saw Ezra, super powerful. So you know, yep. doesn't have a lightsaber, yeah. but maybe he does. I don't. Maybe but, we just haven't seen it yet. 
but he doesn't seem he might he just doesn't seem like a jedi that's killed hundreds of stormtroopers right like he seems much more balanced and more zen than someone who's just been right slaughtering but he, he's familiar with the dark side like you know maybe maybe there he was is. a dark couple of years there where he you know it's true um, yeah he could have curl cursed it for yeah. a while yeah the thing that's on the planet might not hurt Ezra either if he can tap into the dark side, yeah. right? right. So but there might be a whole other side to Ezra yeah. we haven't seen yet. Sorry, back to the middle side, Ronnie. Just that popped in my head. Um, ben Burt's badge of excellence for best sound effects um, of the episode. Uh, what's your favorite? What was your favorite sound effect of the episode, or just moment of sound? I got to think about this because there was definitely a moment I was effect. like, where I was like, "That's amazing." You know what? It might have been the like weird chanting going on while Thrawn was coming being revealed. Oh, ben, oh, yeah. God, Oof, so good. Was, yeah, like, yeah. So me. literally I was going to, I was going to Imperial Sardaukar sort of like it, chanting, it was the chanting you know, in the boots that. and it was a really well. Yeah, and there was like, yeah, but it was like weirdly unsyncopated. There were some other like hoots mm-hmm. and hollers and like weird. It sounded like it was really hard for me to sort of pick out anything, but there was like, it was like really musical and, um, and effective and fun. Yeah, you hear a guy shout attention yep. in that scene. Yeah, it uh, felt cool. It felt ragged in yeah. a way. Like I can't explain. It. Like it felt like these are people. Like it, it matched their uniforms, yeah. right? It matched their armor. Like it just yeah. felt like they've been a decade of just surviving. So, so yeah. Once again, Ben stole Sorry. mine. So that was gonna be mine. No, no, it's fine. We just have really good taste. This is so. This is where I have Enoch again. Oh, yeah, Enoch's vocoder. Yes. Yeah, again, his great. Yeah die well yeah it's just so good um just everything about his voice is incredible. i cannot wait Total. for him to take yeah. off his helmet and carly is going to be so excited <laughs> because she does not know that amos, amos from yeah. from uh from the expansion. what if it's like gladiator and he yeah. just flip up that little yeah. face mask he's just like that's what it looks which great. leads us to our next award uh, best drip best know, drip baby. i mean Favorite costume of the uh, episode. We can just move uh, on. This is another. This pretty yeah. quickly, right? Like, come on. If anyone, I'm going to shake. Yeah, I'm going to prove the opposite here. But um, what do you, what do you guys? You guys going Enoch again? Got to go Enoch. Yeah, and if you don't say Enoch, you're wrong. But go ahead. What do you want? <laughs> I said Enoch initially, but then as I watch this series and as we oh, keep going with this yeah. series, um, I just waver between Balin Skull and Shinati. Yeah. Like I just oh, that's love fair. those outfits. That's fair. I love like the warrior yes, Jedi attire and like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, just, just for me, like the Shin Hati attire of like yeah, the brown robe. I do love that. Arm, yeah, the pauldron is like the coolest. Thing. I catch myself just yeah, staring at her drip, I, I being like, that. "That's so cool." <laughs> the it's drip unreal is unreal. It's really good. I will say, since we haven't done the metal ceremony yet this season, that's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we haven't done it yet, but Enoch, yeah, yeah. And oh, guys. Well, I just couldn't. We couldn't do it for. I could do Enoch for every category. Right. It's episode. hard not to. But I Ezra. I also love the Ezra look a lot. Like it just feels like a like yeah, it's it's just, a cool yeah. look for him. Ezra's yeah, was great. And honestly, neat. don't sleep on Sabine Wren. I mean, Mandalorian armor with yeah. the whole like yeah, oh, she's great. The and the, like the season, good, though, the bad, man. and the ugly like um, poncho over the Mando mm-hmm. armor, with, like the yeah. little mm-hmm. bits and bobs glowing underneath. Like that looked amazing. Yeah, it's super the cool. Choreography was awesome. I love that scene. I like how messy that scene was. And like, you know, I, I kind of I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the, the choreography in the sequels, but I really liked this choreography here and sort of how messy. I know like Kylo and Ray were not meant to be like super uh talented sword fighters, like in many of the movies where they for fighting. But um Sabine's not very talented. She's talented, but she's more just kind of rugged and yeah. slapdash in her yeah. fighting style. 
and it's sort of like and she just and she just goes with yeah. what works and and uh, i feel like that's uh I feel like I really liked the choreography with with her character, even though she's still trying to find her footing in most it, of the fights. I think in. it was telling that she was sort of disarmed with her Mandalorian weapons, and then as soon as she brings out the lightsaber, that completely turns the tide of the fight in her direction. And yep. like, I don't even know yeah. if she if like yeah. all her guns are destroyed now. I feel like she deflects a laser bolt in that scene too, where I was like, did she just deflect a laser bolt? Like, it's yeah, yeah. I, I swear, if you watch that scene, might. a guy fires yeah. his blaster and yeah. she kind of swings the saber and smacks it into his eyeball yeah. or something. Like, I don't have to rewatch. I don't I just, know. I have to watch that scene. It's again, fascinating that I, like, I feel like Sabine's always just like, oh, that's right, I have a lightsaber. Right. Like she's so not Jedi in that way that she like is like, oh, oh right, right, right. Like <laughs> I'm like, you should have started out with right. a lightsaber. <laughs> That brings us. That's a perfect segue to our next category. This weapon is your life award. Yeah. <laughs> For those of us who know about a lightsaber, um, it's our life. Uh, this is best weapon, gadget, or item featured in the episode. You can also choose armor or story MacGuffins. I, I've, so I've got one. It's the uh, the go for it. Um, seeker device, the like nav device that that the mm. handheld that that oh, yeah. uses. Little scanner yeah, it's like thing. chunky yeah. and yeah, that's beautiful. Cool. It's like so Star Wars. Yeah, it's and huge. It, like, it's just like you know all the yeah. greeblies all over it. That was like classic Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. a cool noise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the it. Whatever you needed to do, whatever they need, whatever you need them to do, they do orbs that the Night Ooh, Sisters yeah. use. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah. I call those thread spinners. Threads, you mentioned them earlier. Yeah, notes. I do love those. I'm just like, they just can be like, they can do anything. They can be shackles. Yeah, they can do a lot of stuff. They're multifunctional yeah. kind of things. Um, I got to go with uh, Sabine's lightsaber, Ezra's yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just when she pulls that out, that's why when you were getting, when we were talking about that, I was like, dude, that 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 to me is like. I love when yeah. Sabine is going to be a green lightsaber. Green lightsabers yeah, love, to me. There's yeah. something about green I same, lightsabers. Same. I don't know what it is. It just, it really no, gets I, me going. Like, like, I, it makes me feel like this is a hero no matter what. You can root for a character that has a green it, lightsaber no matter what. I mean, what. when we were at Galaxy's Edge and we made the lightsabers, I just was like green without even thinking yeah, about it. For yeah. some reason, it's just like, to me, it's like that's <laughs> the one. It's like just green. Yeah, it's like a yep, like that's a Jedi. Um, so good. it's it's going to be a great moment probably in the next episode when she has to pull out that lightsaber. He's just like, wait, that's yeah. mine. <laughs> like just like I love the moment. Where like, <laughs> yeah, I hope she gets to keep yeah. it because she's. I like, yeah, I hope Ezra has yeah. one that's um, like made of like turtle shell and bone or something like. Uh, yeah, I would be surprised. Yeah, be something bad, really barbaric. Uh, okay, this brings us to a funnier award. Uh, the Don't Try It Award. Worst decision made by a character in the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Don't try it. <laughs> good, it's a good Obi-Wan poll right there. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, Balin Skull and Shin Hati going on the hunt for Sabine <laughs> while Thrawn and Morgan are preparing yeah. to leave the planet that is Eon. Away from the known galaxy yeah I, I gotta say not a great decision yeah. on their part yeah yeah they're they're getting suckered into this thing and i mean i know balan has his own agenda but it's like they the clock's ticking like i mean yeah yeah it's hard not to say the random red shirts that attacks i yep. mean yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> those guys like are coming yeah, yeah. Literal red, shirts. Yeah. literal red shirts those yeah. guys ambushed the wrong rebel yeah, yeah that was yeah. bad news um, that's a great poll. Also, they the, the bandits that show up later to confront actual, actual Jedi. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> those guys. I think um, my bad decision uh, was Ahsoka 
uh, ask asking Hu Yang what how he really <laughs> felt about like what was going on and to explain himself because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like that was a, she's like he's doesn't pull any punches and he just tells her how it is and she's like why don't you tell a story now instead like she's yeah. like I, you're telling me stuff I don't want to hear yeah remember those stories I hate just yeah just tell, tell me, me one of them I'm sure it'll be forever uh, just rewatching the the. Sabine lightsaber fight. She does indeed deflect a laser bolt right in someone's face. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and it seems when you watch it, it seems accidental because she's swinging. Yeah. yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't seem, seem like it's like, like a real whatever, but it still counts. Yeah. yeah. It does feel like she does smack a. It's just cool that she like smacks, smacks a laser yeah. bolt yeah. at the guy. It's kind of awesome. Um, okay, memeable moment of the episode or memeable moment award. Uh, a moment you think will be made into a meme. Um, <laughs> Hard not to say die well. Die, die well. I mean, can I also just say <laughs> die well? Like a literal meme has been created about this episode already, which we talked about earlier, yeah. which is the coupling between the fortress and the, and the Star yeah, right. Destroyer. Like, um, but yes, the die well definitely would, should should be the one. Um, I can't wait to go home, Ezra. Ezra's, I can't oh, wait to go home. I can imagine people yeah. use that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But then, like Sabine's expression, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, here's the thing about yeah. that trip home. Yeah, yeah. That actress uh, does some great face acting in this episode. Like this, yeah. the what me when I yeah, smell Jedi. Like, that one, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hi, Daddy. What kind of mounts you guys got? Um, during our exile, numbers have dwindled. So no, the Thrawn yeah. moment where he's yeah. just like that was the one I was yeah. going to say. Like, yeah, where he just like gives that beat and you just get the stare. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that stare yeah. is pretty money yeah um i think great mothers i shall once again require your dark magic is i would yeah. use that <laughs> you could definitely use that yeah i can see it used if it's like i need to do something but it's like you know yep. it seems like an impossible task yeah. i just yeah. every i just all i think about, about my it. life is now doing dishes with a three-year-old so i just want to take a picture of my my overflowing <laughs> sink and say great mothers <laughs> for sake, again i need you <laughs> that, that i just yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's like yeah, um, for that to die well, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, spectacular species award. I'm throwing this in last minute. Um, best new species spotlighted in the episode. Um, the, yeah, the yeah. Wolf. I think Noti, yeah. right? I mean, uh, I like the howlers. Well, um, only- I was gonna say the howlers, <laughs> but I guess the Noti, weirdly, because it's like you're talking about like species that are like sentient or non sentient, because like yeah. it's so hard. But the, I gotta go, I gotta go with the, the howler. It just reminds me of my dog. So well, I was going to do convincing creature award right, well, too, and that was going to go creature or howler. Yeah. No T, I would say, or like a people yeah, or species. Definitely, species. they've done such a good job yeah, with about... creatures this whole season. Like they've looked amazing. Seamless. That's that's yeah. Filoni, right? So like... for best shot, I almost picked the shot where Sabine is sort of like trotting out on yeah. the howler into that. Clearly, it's like the volume SoCal kind of like mm-hmm. location or whatever. But it's like I just love the look yeah. of that scene yes. and sort of the laid in arid wasteland and like the, the the howler and her trotting around i thought that was so good some of the shots were just fantastic um the atmosphere uh one with a fo- one with the force award best force related moment of the episode or best moment in which a character uses the force i think it's, you gotta we, go does anyone use the force this episode oh does anyone use well, the, the force the, this uh, i mean with yeah um, okay yeah. but uh, i think yeah. i would probably go with the sabine moment where she's trying to use this force and it's faked and it's the thing yes that would probably it's, be it for yeah. me you know with when right when the death yeah. Star yeah. Arrives. yeah that's definitely 
Yeah, no obvious. Yeah, no same. Obvious because you could argue her deflecting, but again, I don't think that's really the force. I I don't think like I mean, no, other than like Ahsoka communing a bit with the Purgles, but like no, I, I don't know. It's really like, not, yeah, yeah, it's really just that yeah. almost false false moment of the force. Yeah, with Sabine, which is kind of a fun moment. Yeah, which is a great. I mean, once again, we get a lightsaber battle and all this other stuff, and, and almost zero force use in an episode of Star Wars. It's yeah, so we get cool. All the, Star Wars, all the Star Wars, yeah. Already right. Very cool stuff. That's it. That's it for Metal Ceremony. We that was fun. On. And um, yeah, I think that's it for this uh, for this episode. There's, I mean, we got so much information in this episode, it's hard to even process all of it. I'm sure we'll be processing it for a long uh, oh for time goodness. to come. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. He just dumped so many more questions, you know, as... Uh, they asked so um and answered so um super fun we tried to conduct this pod in a, an acceptable time frame <laughs> yeah with Ron. yeah right I mean, an hour and a half so like twice the length of the episode seems about right <laughs> but yeah um usually par yeah, for the course definitely. yeah but um all right everyone thanks very much for listening to us this week we'll we'll talk to you again next week for with the uh penultimate episode uh review Um, And until then, uh, tip your bartenders and uh, may the force be with you. We'll talk to you next week on Cantina Chronicles.